Hello and welcome to Transmissions from Tatooine episode 23, the show that covers all the Star Wars films, TV shows, books, comics and more in no apparent order. I am your host Ollie, here with our other fantastic host, Jaya. Hey everyone. And do we have anything to talk about today? Not a whole lot. <laughs> anything you can think of? Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe a few films. Yeah, there are a cu- couple of bits and bobs I think we can talk about. Like, yeah. you know, ten announcements and an episode of The Mandalorian. How does that sound? Not a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Um, obviously today we're going to be talking about all the announcements that came out of that um, Disney shareholders meeting for Star Wars, which is... 10 new things, I think. And then we're also going to be talking about The Mandalorian Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Uh, do you know which order we're going to be doing this, Julian? I don't know. Yeah, we'll make it up as we go along. All right, so, uh, yeah. This is Transmissions from Tatooine, coming to your data pads from, well... Not actually, actually, uh. So, uh, yeah, hi everyone. Um, as we said in the top, um, today we're talking about both the announcements and the Mandalorian. So, uh, brace yourselves for probably quite a long episode. Um, which do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's do the announcements. All right, we're doing announcements first. Um, all right, I'll just bring up the image because there's so many things I have trouble remembering. Okay, so should we just read them all from top to bottom? Um, that one, that one, and that one aren't Star Wars, but uh, yeah. I've got the image of Kathleen Kennedy with all the Lucasfilm pro- projects. So from the top, we have Rangers of the New Republic, Visions, Ahsoka, Andor, The Bad Batch, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Lando, a droid story, Rogue Squadron, and the Acolyte. So, yeah, that's... Oh, and the Mandalorian. I think I missed that one out. Are there any others I missed out? No. One, two, three. Rogue Squadron? You said Rogue Squadron. I think I said Rogue Squadron. Uh, Should we try that again? (laughs) Okay, we have Rangers of the New Republic, Visions, Ahsoka, Andor, The Bad Batch, Mandalorian, Lando, Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Acolyte, Rogue Squadron, and A Droid Story. Okay, I think we got all of them that time. So, um, yeah, roll up, roll up and take your pick for what to talk about first. Uh, let's go for Rogue Squadron first. All right, yeah, I think that's one of the ones I'm most excited about, even though we don't know a whole lot about it. So, um, obviously, Rogue Squadron is a team of fighter pilots um, formed by Luke Skywalker, in um it was actually in one of the comics um it was during um the hope dies arc of the like star wars flagship title which is just an amazing comic comic arc i think that's something we have to talk about at some point yeah because i think i've read it like four or five times now and never gets old and listen to it with like some really good star wars music in the background (laughs) um yeah that's that just 
just a phenomenal arc. But uh, we're going off topic here, and we're only like two minutes into the episode. Let's try and make it to at least five. So, yeah, um, and Rogue Squadron is going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman and is, is now doing Wonder Woman 1984. I know it was somewhere in the 80s. You know, the new Wonder Woman movie, I think it's Wonder Woman 1984, that sounds right to me, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked Wonder Woman, um, I think I've seen it once on an aeroplane and then once at home, but yeah, that was a very good movie, probably my favourite of the DC films, um, yeah. I mean, it's a bit better than Justice League, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, so I think she's a really good pick. And she pushed out this video about um, about the announcement that she's doing Rogue Squadron. And um, I think it's kind of almost kind of a personal project for her because she was talking about how her dad was a fighter pilot and when um, he died in service, um, that kind of made her want to make the greatest fighter pilot movie of all time and um that she couldn't find the story until now and she's doing it in the star wars universe which i mean come on i mean i'm expecting the space battle to end all space battles in this movie which is coming on the december the 22nd 2023 so oh. uh. That's just too long to wait. Um, I can't. I can't wait. Um, it's gonna be phenomenal. Um, yeah. Well, I hope so. And even if it's not, I'm still gonna love it just because it's got a Star Wars logo in it and presumably a couple of X wings. Maybe. Yeah. Do you think there might be some ships in a film called Rogue Squadron? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there but, is. A- X-Wing in the title. Yeah, and... We can't be sure. Yeah, one of the things I'm a bit confused about is that they said um, something along the lines of they're pushing it into the future of the Star Wars galaxy, which a lot of people have been saying it means it's going to be set post-Rise of Skywalker. I don't know that we've actually seen it said anywhere that it's post-Rise of Skywalker, which I I don't know, it might be, but... What's the top then? Yeah, I mean, like, who yeah. are the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> they just beat, beat all of them. Maybe um, it's the Bad Batch. Yeah, I think the Bad Batch are good guys, <laughs> and they're also, like, from, what, 60 years or something before <laughs> um, Rise of Sky. No. Maybe it's closer to 50. Yeah. 50, 60, you know. Yeah. Especially since they have accelerated growth. Yeah, they'll <laughs> probably be getting on a bit to, um, you know, maybe even dead. Probably even dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because, I mean, if they're 50, that would put them at 100, plus they're about 20 in the Clone Wars, so... They'd be about 120 years old post-Rise of Skywalker. Um, so, you know, maybe not. Um, but, yeah, and I just can't wait because there are two things I really love in Star Wars, and that is 
weird false related stuff which I think we're also getting in the acolyte or at least I hope so and flying and I mean <laughs> Disney is giving me both so I mean uh where do I give you all my money <laughs> um yeah I I think it's just gonna be amazing I I don't care when it's when it's set I think it's probably going to be kind of in the original trilogy era just because they've called it Rogue Squadron but the problem with that is that like you've got Wedge Antilles and Luke Skywalker and all these characters from the original trilogy who have actors for them who are now 40 plus years older than they were when they shot the original trilogy you know about 40 I think 40 40 years since Empire this year so you can do the math but they're a lot older than they were when they played those characters but they can easily send them off on another mission and just put in a line of Commander Skywalker and do you know what rank Wedge Antilles is? Commander Skywalker and Antilles uh, whatever rank he is um they have gone gone off on a mission to such and such a place and then that opens them up an opportunity to do like a book or a comic or something. But um and then we can have our new pilots going on their awesome mission against the Empire and I would I can't wait. I'm I'm really hoping for something with a very similar feel to have you read Charles Saul's Poe Dameron comics? No, um, uh, one of my favourite comic series is up there with Darth Vader, the 2017 one. It's another fantastic series, and I'm hoping for something very similar to that, um, obviously. I Do you think it would be set, like, post-Rise of Skywalker or thereabouts, um, kind of, sequel trilogy time with Poe Dameron. Do you think Oscar Isaac would come back for it? Mm, I don't know. I Maybe. Uh, I feel like, because in all the advertising, it's always been Rebellion era, because like, if you look on the logo, that's like a T-65, isn't it? That's an original X-Wing. And then in the video Patty Jenkins put out, it's an original trilogy X-Wing that you see in the video. So I think when they're saying the future of Star Wars, or I can't remember exactly what the, what she said, but, uh, you know, that I don't think it's literally post-Rise of Skywalker. I think we're looking at um, just kind of the future as in future of the Star Wars storytelling. Like, because, I mean, they've been saying future of Star Wars storytelling with the High Republic, which is 200 years before everything. So I think it's the future of Star Wars as in, like, in our universe where um, stuff coming out in the future and future stories to be told rather than... Uh, I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself here, but uh, so that's what I feel like it's going to be, and I can't wait. It's going to be... Yeah. yeah, just fan 
fantastic. It's one of the ones I'm most excited for. I think there are, well, I'm excited for all of them, but I'm trying to pick my top three now, just looking at them all. And there are, there are like five, I think I'm struggling to pick between. What do you think Visions is about? Um, that's meant to be an anime looking at the Star Wars universe from different points of view and they're getting different like anime creators to do I short mean, films. Yeah. Which okay. what do you think about that? Because I, I I feel like it's unnecessary, but yeah. I don't what I don't really watch anime, do you? No. No, so we're probably not the the best people to yeah. have this discussion about it, but I mean, it's just another animation style as far as I'm concerned, and I mean, Clone Wars and Rebels are fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I'm not against it being an animation. Um, but yeah, maybe something similar to from a certain point of view, that kind of thing, where you're just seeing bits and pieces of the universe from like different people's perspectives and stuff. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's not one of the five I'm really struggling to pick between over what I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. And then well, I'm really looking forward to The Mandalorian Season 3 as well, but I feel like that doesn't really count because it's, like, not new-new as in a brand-new series, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, so, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, what do you mean? Oh. Pick something on the poster. Uh, what about the accolade? That's another one I'm really looking forward to. So this um, is set during the end of the High Republic period. And that's it. That's all we know. <laughs> and I am really looking forward to it because obviously we're going to be hearing a lot about the High Republic soon because um, Light of the Jedi is going to be launching it on January the 5th. And... I haven't got my pre-order yet because I spent all my money on an Xbox, but I've done the maths and I should be able to guess it, so I'll definitely be reading that. Um, yeah. Oh, Nico. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so... Yeah, so really lost my thread there. Um, it's set after. Yeah, yeah, so it's set after the High Republic, and I'm hope hoping for um, you know, like when you get those really kind of deep mystical, crazy force stuff in um, like Clone Wars and Rebels, where yeah. it's just exploring crazy stuff like one of my favorite examples is in um clone wars season six the last arc with yoda discovering like uh that qui-gon's um become a force ghost and discovering that ability and trying to learn it and 
all of that. I'm hoping for something kind of along those lines, just awesome Jedi weird Force stuff. What do you what do you think about it? Because no, we literally have a title and a time period. That's it. No director, no actors, no producers, no sort of story about what it might contain. What are you hoping for? I mean, I would hope for the same thing you did because I'm just going to search really... out what what acolyte actually means because that might you know give us a bit of a clue. Echo light meaning that sounds like us. Um, a, a person assisting a priest in a religious service or procession, an assistant or follower. Uh, okay, so I'm going to assume it's the kind of related to the first one. So, a person assisting a priest in a religious service or procession. So that sounds like we could be getting some crazy force stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, that would Which be cool. I'm all in for, because, uh, I, I mean, I think in the main movies so far, we haven't really had nearly as much as I'd like. Yeah, like, um, there, are new, there are no new things, you know, and it's not much of a force thing. There's also a force on the lightsaber, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then... It would be cool if there was a show. Yeah, I just, just want like crazy out there stuff. Um, and I think it's gonna be really cool. Do you think we're gonna be following a good guy or a bad guy? Cause it's uh, there's something about like I'm gonna try and find the um article from Thingy Majingy. Um. Stars.com. Uh, give me a second. Uh, you keep talking about crazy false stuff. <laughs> I mean, in the Skywalker thing, the, the sequel trilogy, yeah. there was voice healing, but that's not really it. Yeah. I want, like, the deepest, darkest mysteries of the force, and I'm trying to find the thing that talks about it, bear with me and my slow internet. Um, but, yeah, and I'm... Ooh, wait, wait, do so... you think we're going to see, because there's something about, like, the emergence of dark forces and stuff, and yeah. I'm wondering, do you think we're going to see um, Darth Plagueis or Darth Plagueis's master or... Because we've got the rule of two, which is happening at this point. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not really sure about it. But the only thing I'm concerned about is if this show is about the new force techniques and all these cool oh, things. Oh, hang on. We do have a bit more about the Acolyte. Mm -hmm. um, Leslie Hedland, who... Um, is the creator of the mind-bending series Russian Doll, which I've never actually heard of. Yeah. Um, so apparently it's mind-bender stuff, which sounds along the lines of what we're hoping for, brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with The Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers. I think that's what I was talking about. 
right. in the final days of the High Republic era. That's dark so, side powers. So, dark emergence of dark side powers. That's cool. Do you think I the prefer- Jedi are going to start seeing hints of the Sith? No. <laughs> they were very oblivious to everything. Right. But still... Do you think cool. there might be a Jedi that discovers it, but before he can tell people the Sith kill him, and, like, the season ends with an epic duel between a Sith and a Jedi, and then the Jedi dies and just mysteriously disappears, that would be cool. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, we really know nothing about it at this point. As far as I'm concerned, I like the idea of all this... Uh, new force powers thing, but would it make sense canonically? Like, uh, I'm assuming all these shows would be canon. Yeah. So then, well, I'm if- not. Sh- maybe not Star Wars Visions, but everything else is definitely canon. Yeah. So then, uh, in the sequel, Ray uses force healing. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, that's not a new thing, is it? It's been there since... Yes, it was. Well, Ray wasn't the first to do it. Baby yeah. Yoda did it two days before, but um, <laughs> yeah, it so was then, still a relatively new power. Yeah, so then if it's already happened, then and it's all, there's all, it already exists, then why wasn't it used when Darth Maul killed... Uh, I forgot his name... Qui Gon. Yeah. Um. Like, maybe Obi Wan didn't like him as much as he thought. Um, yeah. So I think that's be... just minor plot hole picking. Yeah. But uh, I'm just. I. That's the only thing I'm really concerned about. Plot holes. See, that's not a huge concern of mine. I mean, I feel like we've got Dave Filoni, who is just an absolute master at all things Star Wars, and we've got the story group, which is also just keeps everything on track, so I don't feel like we're in any major danger of um, yeah, it's not creating major. the Star Wars Legends universe again, yeah. um, where everything is a separate story where they throw in a lightsaber. Um which isn't really a knock against Legends. There are some really cool stories in there, but it did become a bit of a continuity nightmare at the end. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... That's another one that uh, I'm super excited for. Um, what else do you want? Uh... <laughs> so much choice, Jan. <laughs> yeah. How about Andor? Andor. Yeah. Alright, so this is one that we did know about before, but um, we got a little bit more about it. So we know it's going to be di- created, which I'm guessing means directed, by Tony Gilroy. And it's set to arrive on Disney Plus in 2022, so we've got a release date. 
Uh, we already knew Diego Luna was reprising his role as Cassian Andor, which I'm really looking forward to. I thought he was a really cool character, wasn't he, in um, Rogue One? And, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I'm not sure how much there is to say here. I'm hope by the sounds of it, it's going to be uh, like a spy thriller they literally say a nail-biting spy thriller um so i'm expecting something along the lines of like a james bond movie in star wars which that sounds great to me yeah, um, yeah. i mean yeah i i think with a uh and it's also uh there's also some new casting announcements so we've got and I hope I'm pronouncing all of these correctly. I'm probably going to mess up a few of them. But Stellan Skarsgård, I hope I said that correctly. Um, Adria Ajona, uh, Ajona, Ajona, how would you say that? Uh, yeah, just like you said. Yeah, hope again, hope I said that one right. Fiona Shaw, I feel slightly more confident on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Dennis Go, Go, Go. How would you say? Yeah, something, something like that. that. Again, uh, I apologize if you're listening. Um, Kylie Sola, Sola, Sola. How would you say that one? Oh, all these are really complicated. Yeah, maybe that's like a requirement. You need to have a difficult to pronounce last name. Um, and Genevieve O'Reilly, I hope, uh, uh, Ge Geneva, Geneva, maybe? Um, the lady who played Mon Mothma in Rogue One. <laughs> and I think she did the prequels as well. Um, yeah, her. Um, I mean, this is... This show has a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, it could become this really good series. Yeah, I'm... But there's still that little, you know... That I'm hoping to see kind of more of the beginnings of the Rebellion and maybe bring back Forrest Whitaker's Saul Guerrero and have some stuff going on with him would be cool. Um, uh, do you know when, when it's set before Rogue One? Uh, I mean, I think it's safe to say it is definitely before Rogue One because uh, Cassian doesn't actually exactly make it out in best shape at the end of Rogue One, does he? Hmm. Um, do you have anything else to say on that one? How long has this episode gone on already? Wow, we're at, what, 26, 27 minutes and we haven't even finished this and we're... We've still got the Mandalorian to do. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be a long episode, people. We've covered three things. All right. Next up, we have Ahsoka. Yeah, uh, this one's so going to be... I'm just trying to find the stuff on it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, I can't find it. So, yeah, we know that... Um, Ah, here it is. So we know that Rosario Dawson, who played live-action Ahsoka in The Mandalorian, is going to be playing Ahsoka in um, this <laughs> series as well. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, she did a really good job. 
I still wish they got Ashley Eckstein in for dubbing, and I think I'm forever going to be old and bitter about that one. <laughs> but, um, I mean, she did a good job. Um, I, she played, each time I rewatch that episode, I feel more and more like, yeah, this is Ahsoka. Um, and yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. And it's going to be taking place in the same timeline as the Mandalorian, um, and it's going to be written by Dave Filoni, uh, and it's going to be executive produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So yeah, I mean, obviously Dave Filoni is um just amazing. Um, yeah, I, I really hope he like maybe is there like a head of storytelling at Lucasfilm or something. They should give him that job if there is one, and if there isn't, they should create that job just to give it to him. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just so, so good at it. He, um, yeah, he's one of the best creators on the Lucasfilm team, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, uh, him and John Favreau are executive producing it, just like they are The Mandalorian. Need I say more? I mean, The Mandalorian has been amazing. Dave Filoni, yeah. I've just talked about for the last minute about how amazing I think he is. And John Favreau, very similar. I mean, he's already managed to launch the MCU, so, you know, that's, you know, an, an <laughs> achievement, some might say. Um, yeah. I mean, you know few billion people like it, myself we include do. it. <laughs> uh, include it? Included. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I think he's going to be really good. And here I'm hoping, because we've been hearing rumours about, like, a Rebels spin-off series. I think this might be it, mightn't it? Because Dave Filoni has said that um, The Jedi, which is obviously Chapter 13 of The Mandalorian, um takes place before the epilogue of Rebels, so before we see Ahsoka and Sabine go off in search of Ezra and Thrawn. And so, yeah, I'm predicting that we're going to see Ahsoka... Well, I know we're seeing Ahsoka. Um, I reckon we're going to see Sabine um, probably... Well, I reckon we're going to see Thrawn and Ezra... Maybe later on in the series, um, they'll become, and it's a limited series, so probably only one season, two seasons maybe. Yeah. But, um, so it's not going to be an ongoing series. But, um, yeah, so there's that. And then I'm also wondering if, because we've got Rangers of the New Republic as well, which, should we talk about that one next? Um, and that's also set in the same timeline and um i reckon they're going to kind of avengers style bring them all together into one climactic story with rumors like mandalorian movie maybe or maybe they'll just bring it all together into mandalorian so like rangers will end and ahsoka will end and um then you'll have final season of the mandalorian uh and i'm predicting that grand admiral thrawn is going to be 
your big baddie because um I mean <laughs> yeah I mean he's such a cool character um he's very high ranking he's clever he's a dangerous baddie um yeah. yeah, I think he's going to be the Thanos of our little Mandalorian Avengers TV show, <laughs> isn't he? Um, and I think we're just going to be hearing whispers of him here and there, and then he's going to come out, wham. Yeah, that might be taking it a bit far, especially if you give him six shiny gems as well. But yeah. I think... I don't think it'll go that far. I think he's just going to be like the big baddie who we're going to build up to maybe in the final episode of The Mandalorian on Friday. Um, so, yeah, you've got one more episode. To... Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, I hope do I think, can... Do you think we could fit the whole Mandalorian episode of yours today? Or? Uh, I mean... I can say, mum says you don't have to go until nine o'clock, um, yeah, do you try. have to go at some point, or, because um, I mean that's still another almost hour. Yeah, we'll try, we'll try. We'll do our best, um, mm -hmm. we may have to rush the ending a little bit, but if not, um, well I'm not, not through tomorrow, but maybe, th no I'm not through first, through Thursday. Yeah, we'll work something out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's just going to be so exciting. Um, I I mean, yeah, and I think this goes in nicely to Rangers of the New Republic. What are you predicting from uh, this? So, you know, it's set in the same timeline as Mandalorian and Ahsoka, um, I'm predicting this is going to be more of, um, like, uh, I guess almost like a, um, police show in space. I'm wondering if, um, you know, uh, oh, what's his name? The X-Wing pilot who first showed up in The Passenger and then showed up again to give Cara Dune her, um, badge at the end of, um, chapter, what was it, 12? Um, I feel like he could um, possibly be in this show because you've got the marshals, which are like um, Cara Dune and stuff. And, when, and I, this is all my guesswork, so take this with a grain of salt, but I feel like you've got marshals who kind of take care of one area and then rangers are people who kind of range around and um, they might be flying here, there and everywhere, just kind of keeping an eye on their sector of the galaxy, which might be, you know, yeah, a cup uh, oh, what is there between like a galaxy and a, and a, star, a star system and a galaxy? Is there something like in between the two? Like, is there a level in between them? Because oh, a lot of galaxies. Mm. We know Star Wars all takes place in one galaxy, 
and then you've got all the different star systems so you know how like where on in the solar system yeah and then there are other stars with more planets and moons and stuff orbiting around that's kind of bigger though is there something in between a star system and a galaxy i don't know yeah well whatever (laughs) um but yeah so um what was i going to say um yeah so i feel like we're going to be getting some like a group of maybe exing pilots or maybe it's all taking place on a ship or something just kind of going around policing the galaxy and making sure and that um all the new republic laws are being followed and um i reckon they're going to discover a certain blue guy who may not be following all the new republic laws uh possibly with some very high cheekbones and some red eyes <laughs> uh you know a certain chess granddad wrong maybe yeah you thought was dead um but yeah so i'm i'm predicting that um we're gonna have these three series and then avengers style they'll come together where whether that's in a tv show or a movie i do not know um and yeah so that's that um what else should we talk about? I feel like we need to get a move on, but I feel like we've covered most of the big ones now. Um, mm. Should we do Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is kind of, in my eyes at least, the last of uh, the big players, and then yeah. we've got... Um, Lando. Lando as well. La- Lando as well, but I feel like there's e- even that slightly less to talk about. Or yeah. Maybe I'm just not, not so much of a Lando person, <laughs> so it excites me a little bit less, but... Um, yeah, so Obi-Wan Kenobi, it, this, um, we'd also heard about this one before, and Ewan McGregor was coming back to play Obi-Wan Kenobi, we had Deborah Chow directing, and it was going to take place about 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, so that's what we knew previously. Now you've got Hayden Christensen coming back to play Darth Vader, so obviously Hayden Christensen played Anakin Skywalker in the pre in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Um, and now he's coming back to play Darth Vader, which what do you have to say? I just I just need to I have one question. So Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, so he played Anakin Skywalker and now he's coming back to play Darth Vader. What that, are your thoughts? That's yeah, my only concern is, what's he going to do? Because you have the guy in the suit who walks around with his face covered in a mask, and you have James Earl Jones's voice, and Hayden Christensen sounds nothing like James Earl Jones, does he? Yeah. Um, At least can, we know. Can you imagine, that? like, I hate sand and James Earl Jones's voice? <laughs> If I ever get to meet James R. Jones, I'm going to ask him just to say that in the beta voice. But, um, 
anyway, so yeah, I mean, um, so that's just huge news. My only concern is what's he going to do? I reckon that maybe there'll be flashbacks in some capacity, um, which I would really like. And also maybe you could bring in Ahsoka there and get a bit of live action Clone Warsy stuff. Or yeah, what else could they do? Maybe it could be like a kind of a visions sort of thing, like where they, because Hayden Christensen, Christensen said something about the two of them not leaving on the best terms after Revenge of the Sith, um, and how it'll be interesting to. There's something that hints it that they might be having a fight. I'm wondering if um, maybe it won't be literally they'll go to a planet, both of them be there, um, a lightsaber duel. But I'm wondering if possibly it'll be more of a kind of where they're still fighting, but it's all kind of in Obi-Wan's mind, if that makes sense. Because if you think about it, he doesn't know that Darth Vader's in the Darth Vader suit, does he? Like, he he thinks that Anakin's dead, as yeah. far as he knows, until he sees him again in um, A New Hope. And, I mean, it would be quite cool to see the shocking revelation to Obi-Wan that he's alive. Because, I mean, I reckon Obi-Wan would sense Anakin's presence in that suit, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, but I reckon if you get Hayden Christensen... You want to use Hayden Christensen's face and voice. You don't just get him for no reason, do you? Yeah. So that's my prediction, that there will be kind of like a... Um, in the Force, there'll be an Obi-Wan kind of Vader battle, kind of where they're fighting, but it's all like in their heads. There's no... I'm predicting something along those lines. Because also, I don't feel like it fits Obi-Wan's character to go and leave Tatooine because he's promised to look after Luke Skywalker and going anywhere would leave him in danger. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's my thoughts that... <coughs> I'm getting a sore throat. Hopefully not COVID. I don't <laughs> think so. But, um... Yeah, so that's my opinions. And then, God, we've really got to hurry up. Um, so uh, we've already talked about Visions. That's kind of it. Um, Bad Batch, we've got a trailer for. Um, I've got to be honest, I didn't love the Bad Batch when we saw them in Clone Wars, um, but I'm perfectly open to having my mind change. The, we, the one thing that kind of, concerned me in the trailer was that it was just a lot of action whereas I want to see kind of them mulling things over post order 66 and kind of what happened to them and giving them a bit more character than you've got a big hulking strong guy who I can't remember and then you've got the sharpshooter and then you've got um the guy who smells who's got, like, super sensitive smell and can feel vibrations and stuff, and the one other guy who I know I'm forgetting, but I know exists, and Echo, 
Echo's probably the one I'm most excited about seeing because he's like um, had his mind played with and stuff and loads of horrible bits and pieces and so he's got to have some really interesting character development and recovery after that, doesn't he? Yeah. So I'm excited to see Echo. I'm hoping my mind will be changed about the Bad Batch. Um, but, oh, and Fennec Shan's going to be in it um, in some capacity because we saw her in the trailer. Um, other than that, yeah, uh, that's kind of it. Um, a droid story is going to be um, a story, of a TV show. I don't know if it's live action or animation. I have a feeling it's animation, but I don't know for sure, sorry. And um, Maybe it's C-3PO telling a story. It, it's going to be R2-D2 and C-3PO um, kind of taking some somebody on a trip or a mission to um, do something. Hang on, let me find what uh, they have to actually say about it. Uh, a droid story. Lucasfilm continues to develop new stories. The inter intersection of animation and visual effects offers new opportunities to explore. Lucasfilm Animation will be teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus, a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero, guided by legendary duo R2-D2 and C-3PO. And so, yeah, um... I mean, I think it's going to be a fun little adventure. Um, do I think it's going to be an earth-shattering, earth like, massive story about that will change the entire Star Wars galaxy? Not really. I reckon it's going to be a fun little story. Um, I wouldn't go as far as saying light-hearted, but uh, lighter than, say... Andor and Ahsoka and the Acolyte and Obi-Wan Kenobi, all these kind of very dark, deep stories. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a bit of light-hearted fun, kind of, I guess, a Solo-esque sort of thing, but, you know, without Han Solo, kind of, that's sort of vibe, though, kind of a bit of light, yeah. a light-hearted adventure is what I'm expecting out of the droid story. Um because R2 and C-3PO are great. Um, just tell me that and I could watch them for two hours straight. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, do you have anything else to add to that? No. Um, yeah, and then Lando. Um, this is, of the ones that I don't think are as big, this is probably my favourite one of them. Um, and, yeah, so... Uh, I'll just check what they have to say on this one as well, but um, I we don't know whether it's Donald Glover or Billy D. Williams playing him. Um, so yeah, they just say everyone's favorite scoundrel Lando Calrissian will return in a brand new event series for Disney Plus. Justin Simon, Simon, who created the critically acclaimed Dear White People and a huge Star Wars fan, is developing the story. So that's it. Um, a huge stylized time. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Vanessa Phantom. Probably got a reasonable budget for a fan film. Uh, no, more than like a couple of hundred uh, yeah. that I reckon I could probably pull together because I've got millions of ideas for cool Star Wars stories rolling around in my head, but um, a lot of them require a little more special effects than what I think I could pull off on that budget. Um, yeah. But yeah, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe one day I'll get to get to make a fan film, but uh, yeah, so we have Lando, we don't know if it's Donald Glover or Billy D. Williams playing him, or it might be someone else. Um, I don't think we know if it's live action or animated, I'm expecting live action, I don't know though, um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for it, but as I said earlier, and I hope we don't lose any listeners because of this. I'm not a huge Lando fan. Like I like Lando, but he's never been one of my favorite characters. Um, and maybe this show could change your mind. Yeah, maybe maybe it will. Cause uh, who knows? Yeah, I mean. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see because, I mean, when I first saw Ahsoka, I thought she was a bit annoying and didn't understand why people loved her so much. Mm. Now I'm one of those people uh, who really loves her character because she's just got an amazing arc from, uh, you know, um, Snips and Sky Guy to um, the crashing Venator going through the sky and... I I love that, like shattered and um, what victory and death are poss probably my favorite episodes of Clone of the Clone Wars of all time, um, maybe even my maybe even my favorite stuff. Star Wars animation stuff of all time, possibly. Um, yeah, that they're, they're all. Uh, as, yeah, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent here, which we don't have a whole lot of time to do, considering we are at the 50 minute mark and haven't even gotten onto the Mandalorian yet. Do you think we will have time? I hope we won't. Um, Wait, are you free on? Are you free on Saturday? I think so. I think I've got a piano lesson, but on the Saturday evening, I think I am. We can talk about this off the podcast, yeah. can't we? Um, but uh, yeah. Um, and then is there anything else? No, I think we've covered it all. Yeah. Um, Oh, and The Mandalorian Season 3 has been confirmed for Christmas 2020. So I don't know if that's actually December 25th, which that would be the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know whether it's actually December 25th or whether it's just kind of around the Christmas period like most of the movies are. But I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Um, I mean... I love season one. I've been loving 
everything about season two minus Frog Lady. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Frog Lady was a real not my favorite of yeah. characters. Um, but yeah, um, and then season three, I think things are going to be going deeper and deeper, deep, deeper and deeper. The stakes are going to be raised more and more and more and more. Um, and yeah, um, I don't know what else to say really. Um, yeah. I, it's got got Grogu in it so I'm I'm all in or at least I assume so I mean uh, yeah yeah um, I can't imagine Mandalorian without our favorite our favorite 16 centimeter tall baby 50 year old baby at that um yeah uh so yeah that's all the stuff about um thingy um all the Lucasfilm announcements. Oh, and um, they gave us some information about the Taika Waititi film as well. Pretty much, mm. it's happening. Um, he's di directing it, is literally all they said. Um, is it so, like the sequel, sequel films, or is it... Uh, it's going to be kind of a spin-off. It's not going to be the full trilogy or anything like that. Um, but... I mean, Taika Waititi's a really good director. Yeah. I mean, he turns the Thor series around massively. Um, and then he did Chapter 8 of The Mandalorian, which is a really good episode. Um, and what he's done, Hunt the World of People, which I really liked. Um, what else has he done that I've seen? Um, Can you think of anything else he's done? I mean, Thor Ragnarok is probably his yeah, biggest I've, thing he's done. And I've then, never heard of him until Thor Ragnarok. So, but yeah, he's a very talented director. Um, I feel like he's got kind of the right tone for Star Wars. And in the Disney gallery, um, he said something. Um, what is it? It's something along the lines of. Um, Star Wars um, doesn't take itself completely seriously, but it does believe in itself. And I feel like that's the sort of tone that um, it should take, shouldn't it? Kind of uh, an adventure where you can raise the stakes a lot, have really powerful emotional scenes, but still not be kind of entirely dark and brooding. It's got to have that kind of... Um, no pun intended, light side to it. Um, but yeah, um, and yeah, I think he's going to do a really good job. He did a really good job with The Mandalorian, so I don't know why people are a little bit concerned about that. Uh, I'm not in any way, shape, or form. He's amazing, and yeah, um, I think. That's about it for the announcement. So, you know, just however, how long was that? Yeah, just 55 minutes with, on an episode about The Mandalorian with where we haven't touched on The Mandalorian yet. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've still got an hour till my mum says you need to go. Do you want to just plough on through? 
Do you have anything else? Mm-hmm. I don't have, I mean, uh, do you think we should pause? Okay, uh, yeah, we'll just pause and hopefully, well, I'll come back and say whether or not Jayant's able to keep going or not. Um, if he's able to keep going, he'll be there too. Um, yeah, so back in a second. That didn't work, did it? Um, <laughs> all right, so um, hi everyone. We're back in what was about a five minute discussion for us, but no time at all for you. Um, so Jayant uh, does have to go fairly soon and since we don't want to rush through it, such an awesome episode of The Mandalorian, we're going to hold off on um, doing our Mandalorian discussion because we're nearly at an hour already. And um, So we are about to start our um, Christmas holidays, so we've got lots of um, free time in the coming weeks, so we should be able to... Um, uh, do the episode at some point then um, hopefully we'll get it out to you sometime by the end of this weekend um, yeah uh, we will discuss uh, at a specific date off recording but um, we will hopefully get that out to you as soon as possible I think we both really enjoyed the episode yeah. um, and I think the title is acutely named, isn't it? The yeah. tragedy. Um, but yeah, it's a great episode that we don't want to have to rush through in 20 minutes. Um, so just because of that, um, we're going to give it to you guys um, another day, which will be very soon. And then hopefully... Mm. No, I doubt we'll catch up with The Mandalorian in time to do um, Friday night, but um, we will get it where almost caught up. We've got one more episode of The Mandalorian to do after, well, two more, I guess. But, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're catching up after our exams and now, now we've got a holiday, so we should be able to get back on top of things because extra free time is nice um and yeah so until next time uh thank you for listening to today's episode uh please be sure to like and subscribe and follow do you follow on anything i don't know um and maybe i don't know uh yeah i think we do follow on spotify and um give us a rating and review and I hope you'll consider giving us five stars. Um, and yeah, until next time we have spoken. <laughs>